This is episode 64 for Tuesday, September 6th, 2016, brought to you from Arlington, Texas. This week we will be covering style 2A, Asian Rice Lager. Welcome to Brew Styles. My name is Chris, and together with Travis, Sawyer, and Eddie, we take on the world of beer one style at a time. Every week, we discuss a different style of beer and taste some of our favorites. We hope you leave with a thirst for more. Our podcast can be found on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Look us up and subscribe to make sure you are kept up to date on our latest episodes. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Brew underscore Styles. Drop by our website, BrewStyles.com, where you can stream every episode, check out our photo gallery, and use the contact tab to send us comments and feedback. You can also find more information about the BJCP and how to become a certified beer judge. Settle in and raise a pint with us as we launch into another episode of Brew Styles. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, hello. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Eddie. Have a brew. Wrong country. Oh. You're, you're Mexican. Hola. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> hey, Sawyer. How's it going? Hey. You're back? Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, I big guess boy. that was two weeks ago I'm, you weren't I'm, here. Yeah, that was two weeks ago. I was I here just find week. it funny that, you know, you're like, I'm going to be there, and then you weren't. Well, because I was so gung-ho about drinking <laughs> beer, and then I just felt like utter crap. So Utter? Utter. <laughs> She milked that one for all it's worth. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and there's Travis. Hey, oh, Travis, how are man. you? Hey, guys. <laughs> Where did you get that? It was already there. I, <laughs> I have some things tucked away for a rainy day. It's a special occasion. <laughs> oh, man, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this is actually episode 64. What? That's, that's my mistake. Then why did it say 60? Because I didn't. Oh, fix it whenever I. I... Sorry. I'm pretty sure that peaked. I gonged myself. This is episode 64 for Tuesday, September 6th, 2016. There you go. I fixed it. <laughs> Just say 64 and I'll edit it in later. Nintendo 64? 64. 64. Okay. Yeah, there you go. So everyone else listening to this. 64. <laughs> Actually, this is on outtakes episode number four. So, congratulations for listening to this one. <laughs> or we're going to leave it in. Because <laughs> yeah. it's funny. Anyway, how's everybody been this week? Good. Pretty good. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Started work again. Officially. Oh, yeah, yeah. What? So, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Well, sorry, I've been back for like three weeks already. So. <laughs> yeah, so, me too. Yeah. So, I have been uh, much more exhausted than normal. And going to sleep earlier and still not getting enough sleep. It's awful. Yeah. I hate it. It's its hard to go to sleep when you get home at like, you know, six to go to sleep at nine. Yeah. Because there's, there's other things I want to you do. You have no free time. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get on and the... I got to wake up at five o'clock in the morning to go back to school. And it's I'll, like... Ugh. I want to get on the computer and mess with my flight simulator, but I just don't have time. Is that what they're calling it these days? Yes. Okay. It's flight simulator. <laughs> I'm going to edit out the word flight and then <laughs> leave it at yeah. <laughs> Get my computer and mess with my simulator. 
Anyway. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> well, uh, we did want to say thank you to Stubby for last week uh, yeah. for joining us. That was a fun episode. If you didn't for get sure. a chance to listen yeah. to it, go <laughs> back be. and listen to it. It was uh, all but, one hour and 50 yeah. some odd minutes. It was a longer <laughs> one, but... Um, you know, that's kind of one of the exciting things is when you have Dude. a guest on, they have a lot of good stories. Oh, yeah. 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 And, good uh, information. Yeah. I, I've never been to Munich, and Stubby has, and he had a lot of uh, neat things to relate about his personal experiences with, like, the Munich Hellas and Oktoberfest and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Hellas good. <laughs> <Dude>. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we're moving to a different country tonight. Way different. <laughs> so that'll be fun. You getting another gong in there? <laughs> just memorize where that one is i'm sure you'll be hitting it a lot tonight <laughs> we should do oh! Oh, get it you should do that for poundability <laughs> yeah because you're pounding the gong uh, <laughs> wow anyway <laughs> so what's everybody drinking right now Travis, uh, what do you got? I have um, not the last glass of your Kolsch. It hasn't blown yet? It lives to fight another day. Oh, it's got the runs Kolsch. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I poured two glasses, and it's Kessel run. still there. <laughs> that was going to blow any second now, because it's been there joke about this one. <laughs> for over a month. Oh, we need to make that a... Uh, a goal for today? I need to make that Kolsch blow today. All right, so let's make that blonde blow today. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm drinking that one, and uh, everyone else is drinking the other homebrew on tap. Yep. Eddie, what are we drinking? Uh, <laughs> my name for it, not your name. Okay, what was your name? Nerf Herder Hef. <laughs> 2.0. It's 2.0. Sniff Harder Hef. <laughs> no, it's Sniff Harder Hef. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> anyway, so my German Hefeweizen... Uh, Sniff harder, half. The first time that I've uh, used dry yeast in a long time, I've been a, a big believer of the believer. liquid yeast. No. <laughs> the liquid yeast for a long time. Actually, the very first beer I brewed, I used dry yeast. And then I don't know why, but all of a sudden switched to liquid, and that's what I used ever since. But we had a couple of uh, free samples from one of our homebrew club meetings and um so i decided to give it a shot turned out yeah. pretty good we had a representative from fermentis come and give us a presentation on, right. on uh the dry yeast also yeah and that really kind of changed my mind on things too definitely uh and i'll admit that i had a uh, kind of a negative dis- disposition towards dry yeast up until now i thought it was an inferior product compared to liquid yeast or anything else um but i yeah, I didn't really understand the whole process of making dry yeast, and uh, now after listening to the whole presentation, I think I'm going to try to do uh, or, or try to pick dry yeast over anything else if that option yeah. is available. Which it's easy. There's it's a there's a lot more dry yeast options now for sure than yeah. there were like five That's years ago. That's a big part of it too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the example I used earlier today when Travis and I were talking about is like, you know, the, the Kolsch that he's drinking right now, there's not a Kolsch dry yeast as, as far as I've seen. There might be, but because um, that's a hybrid ale lager yeast for the Kolsch. And, okay. you know, I, uh, Y yeast makes a hybrid yeast for a Kolsch. It's specifically called Kolsch. And so that's what I've used the last three, four times I brewed that beer. Um, but the, this one 
and the beer that I brewed this morning, I used dry yeast for. So we'll see how it goes. What did you brew this morning? It was an IPA, one that I brewed before. This one's slightly different because I got the wrong hops in my order. Thanks, This is the Deep Ellum IPA. No. Um, (laughs) It is, I call it Millennium Falconers IPA. Uh, The original recipe had Galaxy Hops, Millennium Hops, and Falconers Flight. Um, Yeah. But uh, Stubby's was out of Galaxy, so I subbed that for Citra, which is similar. Um, And then there was a little mix-up with my order, and I got Magnum instead of Millennium. So I guess it's Magnum Magnum. Falconers. (laughs) That's random. Uh, So I, you know, Millennium was my bittering hop, and Magnum is a bittering hop. So I don't see it, you know, affecting the beer that much. It'll be fine. I'm not concerned about it. Uh, Falconers Flight uh, is kind of the uh, flagship, if you will, of the beer. So those are the late additions and the dry hop. So it'll be fine. It was a really good IPA last time I brewed it, so I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Mm Yeah, he brewed, uh, and I brewed two beers this weekend also. One last night, one this morning. Did a uh, a five-gallon batch of the classic blonde ale from uh, Gordon Strong's new book, Modern Homebrew Recipes. Good book. Yeah, I did a small batch of that a few months ago. It's right there. I did a three-gallon <laughs> batch and just bottled it. Loved it. Turned out great. So I wanted to do a five-gallon batch and have it on tap. And then uh, we were shopping at the grocery store yesterday, and I saw... A nice display of hatch chili peppers sitting there. And since they are not in season but like one month a year, I decided to buy a few and I thought, well, let's make a hatch chili blonde. So that's what I have. Very nice. Uh, brewed that last night. Hit all my numbers. Smells great. So that's exciting. Sweet. And that's then cool. this morning I brewed the now defunct Southern English Brown. Defunct? Yes. No longer a, a recognized BJCP style. As of the 2015 iteration, yeah. thanks Obama. Because there used to be <laughs> <laughs> used to be a Northern Owned. English brown and a Southern English brown, but now it's just kind of lumped into the English brown. Yeah, and category. I think the reason they got rid of it is because there wasn't many examples of the Southern English brown to yeah. be found. There were differences. Oh, whenever big time! You, whenever you would taste them, but I guess people just kind of gravitated towards the Northern side and. Yeah, because that's like Newcastle. It's like yeah. Korea. Yeah, all the like <laughs> nut browns that you find, they're all the northern. Nut brown. I mean, I like a good nut. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Hold on, you cut out the rest of that. <laughs> Did I? <laughs> yes. I have an announcement. You're pregnant? No. N- oh. n- no, not at all. Um, you like nuts? Uh, well, I mean. Good cashew from time to time. It's yeah, not a big deal. you know. <laughs> <laughs> I have decided that I'm going to brew a imperial stout for the winter time. Nice. So for Ooh. next winter, yes. <laughs> Better get started on that. I'm going to. It's going to see it and see it awesome. and see it. Cool. Nice. I want to make it pretty high though, as far as alcohol. Fourteen percent. Yeah. I think mine's like. 11 or 12. I don't remember. Do you think it's possible to do like a mead stout hybrid? <laughs> a honey stout? I've got honey. <laughs> at the A farm? Yeah. Not at the B farm. Okay. Right. I like the C that's, farm that's better. That's my uncle's farm. Yeah. Anyway, can we talk about rice beer? <laughs> yes. Yeah. First, we need to thank all of our listeners for oh, yeah, listening. Yeah, definitely. 
and remind them to subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Brew Styles. And check us out online. We have Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, everything, Facebook. Instagram. We are everywhere. <laughs> we are everywhere. Yeah. I'm an everywhere man. <laughs> and don't be afraid if it's pink. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's pink! <laughs> That's like my favorite one now. Anyway, so today we're talking about rice beer. Yeah. Eddie. <laughs> so you'll find it in the guidelines in the BJCP as a style 2A international light lager. Uh, I'm pretty sure we've been through this before, haven't we? Yes, this is the yeah. same category that we featured on episode 15 for the Mexican light lager. Right, right, international yeah. light lager. How, yeah. Even though they're grouped in the same category, yeah, there are yeah. some differences, you know, and us, so I think it's worth featuring these beers because otherwise we wouldn't get to them. Yeah. Because it's Asian. Because we're running out of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a drop. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Travis, you got to be a little quicker on the draw there. <laughs> I couldn't see it through my stuff. Through the- <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, our overall impression is a highly attenuated pale lager without strong flavors. Typically well-balanced and highly carbonated. Uh, it's better served cold, and it's refresh. It's a refreshing and thirst-quenching beer, uh, which is why people drink, like, Corona and Dos Equis and Bud Light. You know. What about Kurz Light? Kurz Light. There you go. Yeah, yeah different adjunct <laughs> oh whatever yeah it's not international mm. oh do you it's know what take, take it to mexico and then it's international it is in mexico light beer it is word <laughs> but, well no bud light is in mexico anyway uh so from from our aroma we'll pick up a low to medium uh low to medium low malt aroma what? oh medium low <laughs> Wow, I can't English today. Sorry. Speak it English. I have a funny story been, about that later. I've been working with fourth graders this week. It's not not helping. So we'll pick up a uh, low to medium low malt aroma, which can be grainy malty or slightly corny sweet. Uh, so like Travis's jokes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Boo. <laughs> uh, the hop aroma may range from very low to a medium, spicy, or floral hop presence. While a clean fermentation profile is generally most desirable, low levels of yeast character, such as light apple fruitiness, are not a fault. A light amount of DMS or corn aroma is not a fault. Uh, it's usually looks... Well, sorry, it says corn specifically it which is another adjunct but it doesn't say anything about rice grainy malty but it but then it said corn specifically or, i like malt well it said oh for the the dms mm-hmm. uh, do you get any dms from rice i don't know we're gonna learn today dms <laughs> and adding corn specifically are two separate things okay right but yeah, i mean the, the, dms you're gonna get like the cooked cream corn which is not the same as like Corn, corn or corn on the cob. Right. Yeah. So think of DMS as like the more vegetal. Right. Uh, just like thick soup smell. Yeah. Versus what you get from corn on the cob or popcorn. I like tomatoes. So I was just saying we need to probably, you know, differentiate between the two. There's a difference between DMS corn and adjunct corn. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So in our in our appearance. Appearance. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's a new word. English. It's all right. I said imperial earlier. <laughs> In appearance, uh, we'll get a pale straw to gold color, a white frothy head, 
that may not be long lasting and it should be very clear uh, mm. we'll get some low to moderate levels of grainy malt flavor with a crisp dry well attenuated finish the grain character can be somewhat neutral or show a light bready crackery quality or up to moderately cornery or malty sweetness so i'm still not getting any rice information here but well, I mean, it's just a generic international yeah. lager. Yeah, it's so, in the characteristic ingredients. Yeah. Oh, sweet. To, okay. Yeah. So, uh, no, rice. Sweet rice? <clears throat> Arroz con leche? Fried rye, white rye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, where was I? So, hot flavor ranges from none to medium levels, often showing a floral, spicy, or, her- or herbal. <laughs> herbal character if Herb. detected. <laughs> Subherb. <laughs> hot bitterness at medium low to medium level. Uh, balance may vary from slightly malty to slightly bitter, but is a relatively close. But is relatively close to even. Uh, neutral aftertaste with light malt and sometimes hot flavors. A light amount of DMS is not a fault. Uh, we'll have a light to medium body mouthfeel, uh, moderately high to highly carbonated, and can have a slight carbonic mite on the tongue. Uh, mite? Huh? Can have a slight carbonic what? Bite. Bite. Yes. Yes. No idea where this conversation's going. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Courtney. <laughs> so, uh, in a uh, in our characteristic ingredients, uh, are two or two or six row barley, and you may use rice, corn, or sugar as adjuncts, or there may all be or may be all malt. So, there's your rice. Um, since this is international light lager, it's very generic. As far as a comparison. It's uh, generally more bitter and filling than American lager, less hoppy and bitter than a German Pils, less body, malt flavor, and hop character than a Czech premium pale lager. More robust versions can approach a Munich Helles, not München, uh, Munich Helles in flavor, although with more of an adjunct quality. So we did Helles last week. We did. So this will be similar, but without the Munich Helles. Yeah, it says... More robust versions. <laughs> so I don't know if we have any robust versions or not, but they, it could potentially approach a Munich Hellison flavor. Yeah. So uh, cool. our, let's see, OGs are 1.042 to 1.05. IBUs 18 to 25. Final gravity 1.08 uh, one to 1.012. SRM 2 to 6. And ABV 4.6 to 6%. Cool. Nice try, Eddie. Oh, come on. I thought he did better than that. <laughs> that was you, Travis. No. <laughs> but yes, this is like a, a catch-all category for the the international yeah. beers that are light in flavor and very refreshing. So you can get anything from like Corona to Heineken to uh, the beers we're going to try today. Yeah, I mean, when they mention uh, that you may use rice, corn, or sugar, then I mean, you get a pretty big variety there. because Or it like, could oh. be all malt-based. Right, uh, so or you, all malt. Yeah. That yes. literally opens it up for anything. Yeah, very much. So International just being not, not from, American. Not from Moose. Because yeah. the BJCP is, you know, based out of the Moose U.S. Moose mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, you could literally have anything. Anything that's a, a lager and not brewed here yeah. <laughs> will fit in this category. So we will be very specific with what we pick up in these beers. If Hopefully. It, yeah. Or we'll try to be very specific. Yeah. Ah, we'll, uh, we'll check this out. The commercial examples. All right. So we have Asahi Super Dry. That's which Japan. we have today. Uh, Beer Moretti, which is Italian. Uh-huh. Corona Extra, Mexico. 
Devil's Backbone Gold Leaf Lager. I believe that is Virginia. So there is a, an American yeah. beer in this style. Interesting. And then the next one, Full Sail Which is Session well. Premium Lager. Also American. And then Heineken, which uh, Hold is... Hold on. The session, the session label, Premium Lager, mm-hmm. is considered an international... It is listed lager. as a commercial example. That's Correct. strange. Because we've had that one recently. When we went down to uh, Moore's Wedding, I got that session six, or a mix pack. Yes. The lager was in there. Yeah, we featured one on the wheat yeah, the I, next weekend. Yeah, I don't remember that standing out to me as something different. I think that's the whole point of the style is nothing does stand out as different. But why would it not be considered an American lager? Because it's light. <laughs> now, that's the question you should be asking. Which is why I asked it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then Heineken, which uh, <laughs> is... Where is Heineken based? Is that... A Holland or I think it's a Holland. I think okay. it's Holland yeah. Yeah. And then Red Stripe. I like Jamaica. Red Jamaica, yeah. Hooray, Come on. Beer. Oh, yeah. Beer man. We'll totally have a Jamaica Visit episode sometime. Sister podcast, yeah. And then Singha, <laughs> which is a, an Asian. Singha. That was like Jamaican and German all in one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> it's like a gay German. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a drop pulled aside from last week that I didn't put on the iPad yet, but it's, it's where Eddie says, I'm Eddie. <laughs> and welcome to Outtakes so, Episode 3. <laughs> I'll play that next week and then we can think back to this moment Sweet. and be like, oh. think back. <laughs> I'm Chris. I'm Eddie. <laughs> It's like the first minute and a half of that episode. He's just already going on. Yeah. All right. So yeah, that's our uh, styles. Sorry, our styles. I our style uh, talk. Style. More like guidelines. Jeez, that hurts my ear. He's got some fans. What the heck is that? Where did you Sorry. find that? It's my accent. Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, do we have some <laughs> history in a hat? Why, yes. Thank you for asking. It's time for everyone's favorite segment of the episode. Okay. It's history in a hat. Double oh. H, it's history in a hat. Oh it's great. It's history in a hat. Hooray, it's history in a hat today. today. <laughs> I'm just going to add in your, your laugh to this one and splice it together. There you go. Feature. Um, it has been oh. a long while since we've done this one legitimately. Wild. A whale? A whale. Um, With wheat and whales. I think the last time we did this was my birthday. What? It really was. I when I had the Darth sure. Vader December? Mask. No, yeah. we've done yeah. it since I'm, then. No. Because then I got married and then our oh, schedule yeah. got messed yeah. up. And Hold on. I don't think He's we've done right. history hat in a while. No, because we, we rotate through who does what. Because even on the 40 episode, I did history. What? I don't remember. Whatever. Episode 40. Beer. Yes, I, I do remember that one. <laughs> I don't remember much of that one. <laughs> anyway, so yes, we do have a uh, a legitimate episode or segment of History in a Hat in which I have three tips and tidbits. Just tidbits. That I'm going to put into my... <laughs> Just the tip. Into my... Not in your pants. Bits. No, no, not in your pants. 
Oh, it's your hat. This is my uh, <laughs> super nasty hat because it has been brewed with and lawn mowed with okay. Okay. within Man, the past 24 I'm going to have to go get another tetanus shot. 24 hours. I don't believe in so, medicine. This will be... <laughs> and you're still alive. I'm still alive. Don't touch the hat. This will be quite exciting. Oh, Jason Kellison is following us on Twitter. Um, no, speaking hey, of which, we, um, we officially have passed 200 yeah. followers on Twitter as of this week. <laughs> Yay, now like us on Facebook. So after that's a year. cool. That's a little sad. And that's not plugged in anymore, but it would be a, <laughs> would be a laugh. So uh, since it's been a while, I'll remind you of what, what this is. We have uh, three tips and tidbits that are in the nasty hat, and you have to reach in and pull one out and then read it for our, our lovely listeners. And I have also procured for us from... Uh, from YouTube, some nice background music that we will get to enjoy. After the advertisement. <laughs> That's what Dang it. <laughs> Wait, where is this going? <laughs> Where's my pho? This is really relaxing. Exactly. Time for a nap. It really so, is. There we go. That's better. Yay. And welcome to Outtakes Episode 4. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Chris, I'd like for you to reach in the head. Why are you talking like that? That's kind of creepy. Don't touch He's about to give you a massage. Oh, he avoided syphilis. Ooh, he got the big one. Sometimes we have a happy ending. Um, okay, so. Jeez. The. I apologize in advance. The Japanese taxation system has had a large influence on styles of beer and what is produced in the region. That's you know, vague. Yeah, and I, I thought that was interesting that uh, that uh, their taxation laws are kind of dictating what they can create and how it's distributed. 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 See, I'm distributed. not the only one having trouble with English today. Distributed. So, here's some info on it. Due to the Japanese taxation system, the varieties of brewed malt beverages in Japan are categorized into two groupings, beer and hapushu. What? The distinction is made it's based... happy ending in Chinese. <laughs> Japanese. The distinction Whatever. is made based on the amount of malt used relative to grain adjuncts with the term hapushu. Ascribed to low malt brew. Bless you. Japanese regulations forbid <laughs> the use of the word beer to describe brews containing less than 67% malt, which is interesting, huh. thus allowing up to 33% adjuncts, including rice, corn, sorghum, potatoes, starch, and sugar. So uh, if you think about Bud Light or Miller Lighter or any other American light lager, in the BJCP category, they can be allowed up to 40% adjuncts. So okay. if you were to brew a Bud Light or Miller Light in Japan, it would not be allowed, it legally would not be allowed to be called beer. So beer is not represented? No, it is. So there's... This is tea. No taxation without representation? Anything that has more than 33% adjuncts is not a beer. It's called a Hapushu, which is a beer-like beverage, but and like that will be covered on kind of like a wine cooler. That will be covered on an upcoming tip. Or oh, rice wine, so sake. No, totally different. 
Since 2004, Japanese breweries have produced even lower taxed non malt brews made from soybeans and other ingredients which do not fit the classification for beer or hapushu. Dubbed third category beers, they are officially classified as other miscellaneous alcohol. Hmm. So that one doesn't have a fun Japanese name. But, it, you know, we got those two terms. So beer is basically anything which is all malt up to uh, 33% adjuncts. Did you Google Translate this to get the hapushu thing? No. Oh. Are you guessing? I don't know. It's it's all written in uh, in squiggles. Oh. Squiggles. And then anything else that is uh, 33% or more adjunct is hapushu. There you go. All cool. right. Cool. Next. You didn't talk to me all soft and stuff. I feel like it's an I'm American gonna massage. Next. I'm gonna shake next. I can't get it. There we go. Oh. <clears throat> I still feel dirty. <laughs> From that happy ending. Boots and cats and boots and cats. Although there is no mistaking the popularity of sake, beer remains the most popular beverage in Japan by some margin. Hmm. Nice. Yes, and so uh, the the topic of sake does come up. I dada. Beer. Oh. <laughs> beer or beer-like beverages, believe it or not, are the most popular alcoholic drink in Japan, accounting for nearly two thirds of the nine billion liters of alcohol consumed in the year two thousand six. Hmm. I did not know that. I thought sake would be by and by and large the most popular alcoholic drink in japan because that's what you think of mm-hmm. and that's where it comes from so uh but yeah beer is uh 67 that's all they drink huh that's cool the four major beer producers in japan are asahi kirin sapuro and santori which i haven't heard of that one producing mainly pale colored light lagers with an alcohol strength of around five percent pilsner style lagers are the most commonly produced beer style in japan but beer-like beverages made with lower levels of malt called hapushu, which literally means bubbly alcohol, or non-malt haposai, which literally means a type of bubbly alcohol, have captured a large part of the market as tax is substantially lower on these products. So there you go. We have most of the beers, well, all the beers we're trying today are going to be actual beer, but then there's the uh, two new styles of hapushu, and haposai. <laughs> like Sorry, I'm super confused right now. <laughs> well, just consider those like non-alcoholic beers. So that's like the Oduls of Japan. So like a root beer? <laughs> Which one? The hapushu? Or the... What's the other one? I don't uh, Hapushu would be like a 3% beer. Okay. And then haposai Sai. would be like a 0.5%. Okay. Non-alcoholic. <laughs> So, I remember the first time I had a sake bomb. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, was in college. Oh, man. Are we you, thinking you want, of the want, same experience? No, probably with, not. With, with uh, Miyagi? Oh, yes, with Miyagi. Oh, man. <laughs> that was rough. I, dude, I, that didn't do anything to me. I thought it was delicious. And we have one more. It was, oh, it was good, but I'm just talking about Miyagi. It was, yeah. Some rice beer now. It was sake and no. uh, red oh, stripe. I touched the hat. Oh. Syphilis. Last episode, we were still doing the intro by this time. <laughs> this is true. So we're doing pretty good. 
While most American lat loggers use corn as the adjunct of choice, Asian adjunct. Asian brewers <laughs> prefer rice. That's right. So, like certain American or macro lagers, Japanese rice lagers are made with a large proportion of adjunct grain added to the malted barley. In this case, though, rice is used exclusively. The result is an ultra-light colored beer with a lighter flavor profile that might have some residual sweetness balanced by a subtle bite from hops. Higher carbonation is common, as is a drier, refreshing finish. And this harkens back to the use of regional ingredients where brewers had to use only what they had available to them. So corn is abundant in America, while rice is abundant in uh, Asia. So that's uh, basically the history. And uh, from what I could tell, the uh, the Japanese did not drink beer until the 1700s. So it wasn't like something happened thousands of years ago. Um, it was introduced from Dutch traders that uh, oh. were basically in the area and decided, hey, we want beer because they had it back in Holland. And so they set up an outpost and made beer and then introduced to the Japanese there. Okay. So uh, the oldest breweries in Japan would be Asahi and Kirin, and they've been around since the 1800s, which uh, I do believe we have some examples from them today. Cool. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious. Uh, it's a little off topic. Uh, I wonder if the Blue Moon Orchata Ale, the Cinnamon Orchata Ale, is made with like a rice beer base. Probably not. What is Orchata? Orchata is like a rice milk, sweet right? rice water. Yeah, rice milk. Yeah, because so. we had that a few episodes ago. I do yes. remember that. Because that would probably it was a long be really time good. ago. It was a long time ago. Are you drunk? Like, uh, December, Christmas, something like that. Yeah, because I bought that sampler pack. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And there you have it. Another episode of History and Hat. <laughs> it's History and Hat. Double oh. H, it's History and oh Hat. It's great. It's History and Hat. Hooray, it's History and Hat today. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Would you like a few quick hits for a Japanese drinking culture? Yes. All right. Believe it or not... Uh, beer is sold in vending machines in Japan. Which, <laughs> oh, I was right about that. Yes, which was a part of a history yeah. or, or a, a trivia. Is it true or false? Yeah, yeah. do you remember that? So I, I found <laughs> I found an actual picture of it. All right. It's uh, it's not as common now, but you can still find it. And uh, the legal drinking age in Japan is 20 years old. So in terms of drinking culture, beer drinking and opening formal toast with beer as part of a group, sports team, or other work corporate social bonding activity is widespread. And beer can be legally consumed almost anywhere in public <laughs> in Japan. However, with notable exceptions almost. for organized events, summer festivals, and spring cherry blossom parties. <laughs> so, That's yeah. very specific. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really. You can basically drink beer in the open anywhere in Japan. Hmm. Nice. But it does have very strict laws against operating a motor vehicle or riding a bicycle under the influence. Okay. Hmm. Sample, you look really drunk. Or tired. I'm very tired. Uh, He's got half a beer to finish. Yeah, drink up. Yeah. Let's go. Let's take a break while you finish that. So, uh, first up, we have uh, Asahi Super Dry by Asahi Breweries Limited. Uh, it says Asahi Beer, the beer for all seasons. Asahi beer is brewed from quality ingredients, excellent richness, refreshing, and satin smoothness. 
all year round you can enjoy the great taste of asahi beer then there's a lot of japanese characters that i don't know how to read i have a they question they say asahi over probably, and over and over probably and over. so what what makes it limited hey i have a question <laughs> the fact that there's only a certain amount oh anyway so um <laughs> it's a so oh i'm sorry sawyer oh yeah well you know it's it's kind of a green bottle what? It looks green from it's over brown. here. brown. That's brown? What are you looking at? Give me that there, There's a John Deere commercial playing behind you. Oh. He's oh. distracted by the green. It is brown. Brown? It's a very brown. With a silver label. It's not a silver bullet. It's like a clearer brown, though. Yeah. Uh, it's still brown. <laughs> anyway, so silver and black with some red highlights. Black. So this is the Asahi Super Dry. It's a Japanese rice lager. Super. And it rings in at 5% ABV. 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 Yeah. Do you guys remember uh, Bud Dry? Yeah. Like way back in the day? Oh, yeah. I don't think I ever experienced that. Yeah, this was this was a long time ago because they had commercials, had the, the penguin came out. Mm-hmm. Doobie, doobie, doo. Yeah. And that was, it was kind of a, a thing they tried, but it didn't work out so well. Apparently in Japan... Uh, dry beer was a huge thing. Hmm. Uh, from what I read, Asahi came out with Super Dry in 1987, and then all these other companies came out with competing ones, and it, it turned into the Dry Wars, where they had actual like celebrities doing commercials for them, and it, it was a really big deal. Yeah, but yeah, because I remember having Bud Dry uh, in our first apartment, so that would have been 2007, mm-hmm. and I don't think I've seen it since. So it's not something that caught on yeah. here in the states, but uh, over in, in Asia, it was a pretty big deal big for a deal. long time. Hmm. And obviously it's still around because here we have it. Okay. What well, what you're saying is the same thing? Bud Dry? No, no, no. Oh. Just uh, dry beer itself yeah. was a huge yeah, deal. Could, yeah, when I picked this up and it said super dry, I'm like, mm-hmm. what is what is that? What is super dry? And dry is in quotations. Yeah. Not super, but just dry. So it's super, quote, dry. There's a whole paragraph on a... <laughs> on the wikipedia page for japanese beer about what they call dry wars between like <laughs> fights between different uh producers of beer so like sci wars sci. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right this is very clear uh the window color is light yellow the lamp color is golden yellow i guess skunk orangish it's, it's yellow mine's kind of hazy actually just a little bit. It's not crystal clear. No. Uh, it's kind of skunky. I get some skunk. Yep. Yeah, definitely. I was, was going to wait for someone skunk. else to say it. Yeah, it's there. Which is uh, maybe a little. Which is strange because it's a brown bottle. It's a very it's a light brown. Yeah. Very light brown. Yeah. That's a pretty clean taste. Yeah. It's super light. Malty. Yeah. Sweet. So does anybody get any rice character? Mm-hmm. No. Well, I'll tell you what I, I don't get. I don't get corn. So that's... No. Uh, this is definitely no. not a Bud Light or a Coors Light. No, but I mean... I, this reminds me of Heineken. I get the light lager character, which, you know... That's a big mouthfeel thing, for sure. But I, the light lager character that I'm expecting, I would get from something that's corn adjunct. But I still get that here. Now, if I could differentiate between rice and corn, I'm not sure... I'm pretty sure you could. Uh, if I had the two side by side, probably. Yeah, but yeah, right yeah. now, this just tastes like a light lager to me. 
Because if you report this, you would know for a fact right away it's not a Bud Coors or Miller. Right. Right, right. So, like, if we think back to episode 10, what was that? Was it when we did the... Um, Why are they using a bottle opener to open a twist top on a commercial? Because uh, they're Sorry. not Bruce Styles. <sighs> anyway. point. We should open it up. Oh, oh thanks, Travis. Appreciate it. I, I can drink this for some reason. So it was an episode ten <laughs> that we did our um, our American Light Lager yes taste test yes where we all failed we miserably. all failed miserably. If you were to put this in the lineup, it would be the clear, different oh, beer. Yeah. You know, this has a cleaner taste in the end uh, compared to when I drink like Dos Equis or Bud Light. <clears throat> those those have some weird aftertaste, but this one's really clean. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, there's not a big hop profile, mm. um, not a whole lot of bitterness. I like this. Yeah. You like this beer? Yeah, I like this beer. Me too. I like this beer too. It's kind of skunky and weird to me. Oh, but the bit. skunky's not in the flavor. Yeah. Look past that. Yeah, I don't like it. It's like every time I go to a sushi restaurant or something, I make it a point to order a Japanese or a Chinese beer or whatever. Which you see, this or Sapporo, right? Yeah. Okay. And this is very easy to drink. Um, yeah. I don't. Yeah. Obviously, beyond the the skunkiness, which is not overly obtrusive. It's not like when we put the Corona outside. No. No. Not. Not. Even. Not anywhere near that. Which. No. I, if we were to leave this out for a few minutes, because we all know that skunkiness kind of dissipates quickly. Um, at least the aroma. Um, I'd be interested to see how it changes, but I just I don't know. It's just oh my god! It's not my <laughs> cup of rice beer. Uh, mm. 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 That didn't do it for me. Yeah, but up, but up. <laughs> there, <laughs> not a not a happy ending to that joke. No. <laughs> oh wow. All right, so what is your uh, gongability rating for this? Gongability? <laughs> sounded better in my head. Uh, Ten. I was going to say like five. What? Wow, that's really low. I'm going to say eight. Yeah, eight. Totally. If not a nine, I'll go nine. Sorry, I don't. I just I don't like this. Wow, uh, just like me and Guinness. I, I didn't like Guinness. That is true. But see, Guinness has no flavor, so <laughs> probably wouldn't like it. Yeah. We're talking about the Guinness Draft, the Guinness Extra Stout. However, that's a that's a great beer. Yeah, the, draft the or one, draw? The Nitro one. <laughs> what was the one on Nitro? Was that the Stout Extra Stout? We're not talking about Guinness. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, if Asahi were to make a a Stout, I'd try it. A rice stout? Is that a thing? I want to make a rice stout. Sure it is. Only if it's imperial. <laughs> you get rice milk. Why not make a rice milk stout? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Temptress. Hmm. Mm. There's an idea. Uh, a uh, horchata rice stout. There you go. That would be really good. A cinnamon horchata stout. There's the next good beer right there. Yep. Anyway, anything else anybody wants to say about Asahi? Look at some movie. Okay, there we go. All <laughs> right, what's next, what's next? Well, I'm glad you asked. Wow, you beat me to it, Travis. <laughs> um. Anyways, this is the Sapporo 
uh, and this is a Japanese rice lager. Rings at a 4.7. Rings in at a 4.7 ABV. Wow, I cannot talk today. And currently has 234,000 check-ins on untapped. Wow. Monthly, 5,692 check-ins. Brown bottle, black label, white letters. So fairly popular. See. It's like the, the Bud Light of Japan. Japan? Is it the Bud Light of Japan? Maybe. <laughs> the, like the major ones I've heard of are Asahi, Sapporo, and Kirin Ichiban. Those are the, you gotta the itch where? big ones. <laughs> 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 oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> I give you props nice. on that one. Yeah. This one looks strikingly similar. Maybe a tad bit darker. But yeah. Only in the slightest. Darker, but actually a little. I get bubbles that come up from the bottom. <laughs> it's because you got a dirty glass. Oh, oh man, this one is so much clearer than the last yeah. one. Clear. Hmm. I get skunky. Really? Yeah. See, but like I, on the same level as the last one. Just the aroma. Yeah. yeah. I got more skunk on the last one. Well, no, I did too. But I'm just saying, they're still there. Well, it's the last one is like exponentially more. Oh yeah, I'm just saying it's still there. But Travis was saying it's similar. Yeah. Yeah, no, the skunkiness is still there. It's just a little less, in my opinion. I don't yeah. think so. That's what you were just saying. Well, I, but I mean, sorry, I should clarify. The little part, it's a lot less. Oh, no, I disagree. I think just a little. <laughs> it's there, and it's just a little for me. But the maltiness is also not as present either. The malty sweetness Okay, it's so do you, get, gone to, do you get more rice character? Because that's kind of what we're looking for in the styles, the rice adjunct. Yeah, maybe a little bit. In the flavor, I get more rice on this one than the last one. This one's a little more bitter in the flavor to me mm-hmm. than the last. Just a little bit. Yeah, I can see bit. that. This makes yeah. me want Chinese food. <laughs> Sushi? No. What'd you call me? Like sesame chicken. Oh. With, with steamed rice. But moved Fried to Mansfield rice? High School. What? It's Cedar Hood versus Mansfield. You missed oh. it. I pointed it out for you, Grandpa. Oh, yeah, Cedar. Well, that was yesterday. It was on ESPN. I knew oh. that already. Cedar Hood will win. They lost. Oh. Anyway, back to the beer. Yeah, so I, I do get a little bit more rice on this. Yes. Yeah. Stimmed. Okay, so I, everybody knows what rice tastes like, but in a beer, how do you quantify the rice? Are we talking about fried rice or steamed rice? Well, I'm... I would assume in this it would be white steamed rice in okay. a beer. Yeah, I had some the other I, night. I don't yeah. think it works that way. I'm pretty sure it's just it's flaked. Yeah. How? What? Yeah. But I'm talking about like flavor profile. Everybody, oh. whenever they think about rice, just plain rice, they think white steamed rice. I think right? just no flavor. Exactly. So, it's kind of bland. Yeah. And so yeah. when you're talking about rice in a beer, what are you expecting? What no what are you, what do you pick up in the flavor? It's kind of like doing the cheese broccoli rice without the cheese. What? What? The cheese? You know, okay, you know you can get the little packets of cheese broccoli rice at the store. You know, like as a side for dinner. No, I, I think no. so. I'm not sure. Like, what the hell are you doing? Is it next to the <laughs> Is it next to the taco seasoning? It might be. I don't know. I can't remember. It comes in a little white bag. Anyways, uh, it's kind of like doing that, but without the cheese. Just rice. Mm. 
I think I this might don't. be one of those occasions where we are expecting to get a flavor, so we're looking for it. Like yeah. we're looking for rice flavor, so we're finding and, it. And I, I think are, we're yeah. not. Which Go is ahead. why I asked the question: What is it specifically? Like, if you had to say something other than the word rice, here's the problem: if papery, it's, maybe. I, mm, I guess something no. like it, kind of on the same road as malt, the, something uh, like that. Not sweet. Uh, not sweet. Yeah. Not sweet like a lot of like malt is, but just kind of the same feel. I, so, do you think rice has the same mouthfeel effect that like wheat would on a wheat beer? No. Well, no, because I mean, when you cook rice, it's moist, like it's squishy. You know, I'm just being honest. I know. <laughs> Sorry, the word squishy is funny to me. Squishy. <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, but I mean, the thing about it is, I mean, beer is wet. It's moist. It's moist. I mean, you can't That's a drop. Thank it, you. It's, it's all the same. I mean, how can you differ, differentiate between the two? Okay. But yeah. you have dry beer and you have not dry. beer. It doesn't matter. It's not still wet beer. <laughs> if you pour this on the table, which I'm not going to do, but Thank if you, you did, would the table be wet? That's what she nice. said. Yes, it would be moist as well, just like rice. Oh, my God. Do you have $2 on your pants? <laughs> no, this is like 10 cents. <laughs> rice is cheap. That's why they eat it. It is. Yeah. So the point of using rice in the mash is to lighten the body, uh, whereas if you had 100% malt, you would have thicker, uh, thicker body, more intense flavors. <laughs> And so, if you cut it, which is why American macros cut it with corn, with corn or this beer is way too high to cut it. No, and so that <laughs> like a that lightens the body without uh, without negatively affecting the flavor. I think the rice works the same way here. It's a very neutral ingredient. You might get a little bit of flavor. I think we're probably looking for it too hard. I agree. You know, well, I I'm not saying I necessarily was looking for it. No, but, but we are because but, it's the rice. Well, lager, well my so my question wasn't what are you picking up in this beer. My question was if you pick up a rice lager, what is it you're expecting to get? All right. Well, the that more was my question. Okay, I'm not okay for me. I mean, it's hard to put my finger on it literally, and I'm not trying to force a drop. But That's seriously, um, I, I can't put my finger on it because, I mean, rice is rice. It's very bland and, you know, no flavor. So, I mean, the only other thing you can really go for is mouthfeel. But if you're comparing rice and corn adjunct... Well, you're talking I about sweetness now. Honestly, anytime I pick up a lager, anything that says lager, I expect something that tastes like Dos Equis or yeah. that tastes like Corona or Bud Light or anything like Agreed. that. Agreed. That's just, that's what I, I personally expect. Um, so I'm not going to assume everyone expects that, but that's kind of what you get. Well, yeah. Okay. So when you, when you drink those beers, do you get as, as much malty sweetness? I just get like some kind of corny flavor. Really. Right. So it's not very sweet. No, not at all. I mean, not, now that I've drank so many other beers, I, I know what sweet is. This is, beer. that's the difference between these two is that this one is sweeter than those. Hmm. This one. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're all kind of flatlined for me. Mm. Well, I, in my opinion, I think there's. I think this is sweeter. Okay. Than Bud Light or, you know, Dos yeah. Equis or whatever. This is the kind of beer that it's like. I, I don't feel like being fancy today. I'm gonna go buy a lager. Sure. Yeah. You know, well, yeah. speaking of sake, have you guys ever had that before? See. Yes. Because that is basically a hundred percent fermented rice. That's like a, that a rice wet. wine. Yes. Right. 
And so I've had sake if bombs. you think about that, which is which is almost 100% rice that has been uh, allowed to be wet and then germinate and then ferment, that's what that's what rice tastes like whenever it's in an alcoholic beverage, which which I I consider those to be very papery, like a I, the last time I remember having it, which was paper, yeah, which yeah. was like four years ago. It was super clean. Well, I was gonna say flavor. honestly, it was a little more bitter than what I was expecting it to be. What the okay. sake or the beer? The sake. Okay, like it was sweet, like a you know rice milk or you know whatever, but it was it still had a bitterness to it. It was balanced because you don't add hops to a rice yeah. wine. So it obviously supports its own yeah. bitterness. And that's all dependent on the style of sake you get because there's unfiltered, there's filtered, there's uh, like the yeah. milky white kind, there's like the clean, <laughs> uh, there's some that you serve hot, there's some that are need to be chilled. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. <laughs> all right. How any are you drunk? I'm not at all, actually. I have palatability writing. <laughs> this one's higher than the other one Ten. because I... Still a nine for Ten. me. I'm gonna go up to seven on this one because it's it's not as skunky. Ooh, big spender over there. Well, I'm just I'm being conservative. Here. <laughs> well, he did get okay. his uh, watch off a of woot. <laughs> I'm being conservative here because the last one I gave what a four or four, I wore four a lot or of five polo just because. College. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anyway, so uh, because this one's less skunky, I'm going to go up to a seven. Oh. Yeah, it's still seven. I mean, seven. It's still a ten to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just like the ha- uh, Hackershore uh, Martin. Really? You're going to yeah. compare this to Hackershore? They Thank were, you. They're very easily poundable. It doesn't yeah, taste that like that one. It doesn't is. taste like this one is Hackershore. not. Hackershore is a little sweeter, but it's just as poundable as this one is. Concurred. Ten. So, no, I can't. Sorry, I just tried. I can't pound this. Just like Stroke Master. Mine was. I'm really confused right now. Him too. Anyway, so get sued. Meow mix. We want our money. It's free advertising for them. They don't care. There you go. To our tens of listeners. Yeah, our tens of listeners. Anyway, so I no, I I just tried to pound it and I can't. It's it's not it's not okay. Well, Did let's, you? Let's try and pound the next one. Y ahora sigue el tigre. Cerveza aclimada. No, sorry. Uh, what was that? She didn't like sorry. el tigre. My bad. <laughs> this is a tiger, uh, a world acclaimed lager beer awarded championship gold medals in London. Geneva and Paris, world uh, acclaim. World acclaim. Why not America? Because America don't like rice lager. Uh, <laughs> it's well, got dang. a cool uh, tiger. I was gonna say lion. Well, it's got a cool tiger on and the bears. Cap. Oh my! <laughs> uh, uh, fancy what color? Oh my! God. Uh, this is a brown bottle with blue and orange like label. Real nice, fancy blue. Yeah. Um, anyway. Looks the same. Actually, this one's clearer than the last two were. Uh, not a lot of head. This, this is from Singapore, by the way. <laughs> yes, yeah, sorry, Singapore. The last two beers we had are from Japan. We've mm-hmm. moved a little bit south. South. Yeah. Because um, I'm trying to find this on Untapped, and I just searched scan, Tiger, scan and obviously that didn't. Scan the bar. What? Well, scan the bar. 
There's a lot of beers called Tiger. Scan Should be the, the first one. Tiger beer. Scan the bar. The Heineken? Bruh. Because I searched Tiger, and the first thing that popped up is a Heineken you know, beer. You could always look at the uh, official Brew Styles untapped profile. <laughs> yeah, which, but I'm uh, just saying, for the normal person, if you were to search Tiger on untapped, how would it come up? Under Tiger. Oh World gosh. acclaimed lager beer. I don't understand why you're having so much difficulty. Look, all I did is I searched Tiger and Untapped, and it came up with a Heineken product. Okay, okay, for those of you that are searching this on Untapped, use your camera. It's got a barcode on the back. Yes, it does, but I'm just saying if you were to just search for it. Yes, and did you know that the beer we're drinking is a Heineken product? No, I didn't. Yes. Now you know. Oh, I searched gosh. Tiger, and the very first thing that comes up is Tiger. Yes, but there's also other Tiger beers. The next one, Bengali. Obviously not that one. Next ben, one, Rye of the Tiger. There's such a thing as a Bengal mm, no. Tiger. Yes, but there's nothing on the label that says <laughs> Bengali. Next one, Tiger Trapel. Oh, Tiger. Sabertooth Tiger. Yeah, Tiger. Tiger Baby. This one's... Open <laughs> Windows, Open Hills. Okay, let, let's stop making fun of Sample. He might start to cry. I'm not going to cry. You know, you, yeah, you know it's not that hard. Get. You type in tiger, and then the first thing that comes up is no, tiger. My my point of confusion was the fact that it said Heineken. Thank you. Thank you, Umfufu. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is brilliantly clear. Heineken owns a lot. I can see my middle finger through it. <laughs> a lot of beers <laughs> yep. that we've drank and we've Flipping featured. yourself off. <laughs> Pretty much. Heineken does make a lot of beer. Thanks, Travis. I don't get any skunk. Well, they make a lot of beer and they own a lot of beer too. Right. And they are owned also by somebody else. So I get are some skunkiness, but it's a Heineken product. Are so we uh, anyway. at the tasting part? Or Technically, are we just this is a, an AB InBev product because they are owned by AB InBev. But it's Heineken. Hey. Which, which is technically owned by Anheuser-Busch. I have a really serious question. Thank you, OCD Travis. Go for it. Are we uh, at the tasting part? Or are yes, we just tasting sniffing? part. <laughs> hey, I have a question. Sorry, no. How sniffing. festive are these beers? <laughs> We're not very festive. Hey, I have a question. Can you use paradise seeds in this beer? <laughs> wow, he's getting really intricate over there. <laughs> um, I get, I actually get a bit, little tiny bit of sweetness out of the aroma, just a, a hair follicle worth. Uh, not a lot, but more than the last two. You know what you don't get? Hair follicle? Yeah, it's just that time. What does that taste like? No, it doesn't. I didn't say it tastes like hair follicle. I said that much worth. So, like, (laughs) tiny, tiny, tiny bit. Well, I just pounded the mustache. (laughs) Wow, that's... (laughs) All right. (laughs) You know what you don't get? Skunkiness. No. I know. No, I don't get that at all. You're wrong. I'm gonna throw this bottle at your head. Yeah, maybe I should have. I'm gonna say you're first because there is none whatsoever. Zero. Yeah, it doesn't taste very different. (laughs) Well, if you say that, and then we both said that the last two beers had some skunkiness character, then how can you say that there's no skunkiness in this one if they don't taste any different? The aroma. No, and the flavor never said it was skunky. Okay. I'm getting much more of a malt character. A malt, just like, a little sweeter. Yeah, this just, one is more fuller bodied than the other ones. Uh, I'm not saying it is full body, but comparatively. So, like, if we're looking at a heartbeat thing monitor, like, <laughs> the other two would flatline. This one, like, just kind of like, just barely hump over. Just tiny hump. bit. Really? Yeah. Hump? It's not Wednesday. 
It's Sunday. We're not it's hard to get it down. Yet. Oh my gosh. Oh, anyway, geez. so back to the beer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there's not a lot going on. It's Does anybody get anything still... rice specific or what you might think would be rice? No. Maybe that. No, um, not on this one. Yeah. It tastes like a lager with malty sweetness. Yeah. I I wouldn't say as much malt as like a uh, Oktoberfest. No, 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 no. But it's it's got maybe a little bit of that tinge of a, a fest beer level maltiness. Yeah. Because obviously, you know, the, the old style Oktoberfest would be more of what we would call a Martzen nowadays. But I think this would be kind of a fest beer-ish yeah, level this sweetness. Is, in my opinion, this is super close to Hackershore. Same poundability, too. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, if you remember uh, last week when we had the um, the Oktoberfest from uh, Sierra Nevada, Sierra, yeah, Sierra Nevada, yeah, that was not an Oktoberfest. No, it wasn't fest beer. This kind of reminds me of that a little bit. Okay, yeah, it it does have a little the tinge of sweetness in it, mm-hmm. uh, but like I said, nothing significant. But it's there. I wonder yeah. if there's any adjuncts in this at all. I mean, it really just tastes like a all grain malt light lager. I don't. I'm. I'm not picking up any kind of hints of adjuncts or rice or corn or, or any kind of uh, extra additives. Do you get pie? No. What? Because I, I like pie. pie. <laughs> 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 Travis, I saw him. He was looking for the drop, but you said it before he could find it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the moment has passed. Sorry. Yeah. Um. This would probably be the most flavorful out of the three. Uh, of the three, yep. I like this beer. I have palatability rating. <laughs> I'm going to go up to eight on this one. Ten. Ten. <laughs> you said ten on all of them, Eddie. It's a fuller body, so I'm going to say a, a seven. <laughs> <laughs> and we have spoken. We have the, one more. The tribe. Wait, wait, wait. wait. The podcast has spoken. Ten. Yeah. Ten. Very All poundable. Right. All right. Very what's, fast. What's next? I'm glad you asked. Yes, we uh, have one more beer available today to us at this podcast at this moment in time. With the podcast In, in the studio that we are in right now. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Oh, my gosh. What? <laughs> 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 nice. <laughs> and the last beer we have from our... Asian episode happens to come from the uh, the Republic of China, and this is called Lucky Beer, otherwise known as Lucky Buddha Beer. You got your motor going. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? He's got his motor going. Podcast cat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in English, the brewery is called Cheer Day Brewery. Um, it's called what? Cheer Day Brewery. Cheer Day. Okay. The uh, Chinese pronunciation would be Hangzhou Qianhua <laughs> Beer Company. I'm, I'm not even going to pretend that's correct. From the uh, city of Hangzhou, <laughs> um, <laughs> province of Xinjiang. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, and, um, so the glasses. Shaped like a Buddha. The bottle is shaped like a Buddha. What color is the bottle? Glass bottle. 
green glass. Oh, yeah. This is um. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it is green. It is green, and it looks like Buddha. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's kind of the, the gimmick with this. The bottle is it, actually shaped like a Buddha. I have a question. Is it from Buddha, Texas? No. Oh, my gosh. That would be awesome. You just <laughs> missed all of that, No, I'm just you? kidding, really. I, I promise. How sorry are you? I'm feeling pretty good. I will say <laughs> that whenever I had my uh, my Beer a Day uh, blog. Yep. Beer 365. Was, yeah, which I, I drank a different beer every day and blogged about it. Out of every Out of all 365 beers I had, this one was by and large more Googled, more viewed, more sought after than anything else. Really? Shockingly. Can you bing yes. it? I don't I don't know why, but didn't I, you tell me Shiner Blonde was one of your highest Googled yes. beers? It it was shocking. It was the the Buddha beer first and then Shiner Light Blonde was the second one. Wow. Like my most viewed pages. Huh. And like I would look at it every now and then and yeah, those two was just Interesting. It was like thousands of more views than the other ones. You still have that open and running, right? Yeah, it's still around. I'd be interested to know what the numbers are at now. You can Google it. We'll take a break and (laughs) and let you know what it is. I like how Google has become a verb. Welcome to Brew Styles. (laughs) And we're Bach. Actually, no, I didn't look it up. But Bach? No, we're we're Batch. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so Buddha beer. So I'll, Buddha, Buddha, I'll find Buddha. that out eventually. The green <laughs> sample, oh. you're drunk. I might be. <laughs> sample, smell this. The beer is not green. Quick, pull is my what finger. I wanted to say. Uh-huh. <laughs> it looks very similar to some of the other ones we've had. Do you need to pet a furry wall? Not, uh, not much difference. You ever what? seen the movie Get Him to the Greek? A long time ago. Yeah, Surprise, this is this is super clear. Like. Brilliantly clear. I can uh, read through it. Super. Surprisingly, in a green bottle, I'm not getting much skunk. I was no. Get, I'm getting a lot. I get a lot. Too. I get a ton. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> you might have cancer. It's three against one. <laughs> Wait. Put your I, hand, put your hand up to your face. If, if your hand's bigger than your face, you have cancer. I mean, I said. <laughs> are you in like ah! fourth grade? <laughs> Am I okay? So I okay. So out of out of the all. <laughs> Out of all the beers that we've had today, I thought the Asahi had the most skunk character. You were wrong. Until this one. <laughs> Until this one. This has the most skunk out of all of them. This is super skunky. I'm not going to lie. Very. Shake up your glass. I guess mine is dissipated because like, I'm not getting it. This is rivaling the Can beer we left outside. What? No, I disagree. Whole- I disagree hardly. with that. But hey, Travis, can I smell your glass, please? Less than sure. Cor- it's you. less skunky than a Corona. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm getting true. a crap ton of skunk. Yeah. Well, mine's about the same as yours, Travis. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I th- maybe Actually, you're just used to it. I don't yeah, know. So I might be desensitized to skunk. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a lot of Pepe Le Pew cartoons. As I don't kid. even get it in yours, Eddie. Really? Yeah. That's weird. I get skunk. All right, so smell mine. You smelled everyone's uh, except for mine. My wife says it smells like pot styles. I like smelling. <laughs> Welcome to brew pot. styles. <laughs> yeah, I get it in your sample. So See, sample I more have so bottle. than the others. More so than Eddie's because Eddie's doesn't even smell like it. I got first pour. We got it out of the same bottle. I know. So when I say I think this might. Come close to rivaling 
I, I it's like that's the only thing I smell. Oh, go put yours outside. Disagree one hundred percent. Smell mine, Travis. You haven't smelled mine yet. Uh, smells crack. <laughs> that's a nice sniff. It smells like a regular beer. No, it doesn't. Yes. Not to me. Not at all. Not even close. I mean, I have had skunked beers before. So have I. And this Infection. Is, no. Okay, no, that's what this smells like, From is a skunked beer. Someone that drinks Corona as more often than he'd like. And your wife uh, is shaking her head looking at me like, yeah, like, this, mm, this freaking smunked is nope. hell. Yeah, smunked? this is definitely. Smunked. <laughs> this is smunked, smunked Yes, I said heck. smunked. It's smunked to hellus. <laughs> <laughs> No, and in fact, to prove it, I'm gonna chug in your face. Jeez, do chug, 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 chug. What does chug in my face have chug. to do with don't it? Don't chug. No, don't do chug. that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Not skunked. It's skunked. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I like this podcast because we all have different opinions. This yeah. is, might be rivaling one of the most skunked commercial beers I've ever had. Compatibility at ten. Completely disagree with I'd you. I'd still give it a probability of 10. Because the one that we sat outside was obviously altered. Okay? Yeah. This yeah. one rivals the most skunked commercial beer I've ever had. Before you set it outside? Yes, commercial. Okay. If okay, that makes more sense then. I was thinking I was thinking that you were talking about no, no, no. after outside. No, obviously that one was by that was far. horrible. That was the oh my god drop that you did. But oh what I'm my saying is god. this is the most or rivals the most skunked commercial beer I've ever had out of the box. Or yeah, as long as my pack. pie doesn't smell like that, that's fine. Your pie hole? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't tasted it yet. I'm going based solely on aroma. Yeah. Well, drink like it. Pie. Taste it. Travis already pounded his. <laughs> Your glass looks cool. Oh, yeah, it does. Looks like a forest. It's tree, not tree any bark. the flavor. It's not any more skunked than the Asahi was, which I said was. I don't really get a whole lot of skunk in the flavor. See, I okay. So the Asahi I said was that the skunk character was prevalent. You know, this I, one is is similar to that. The aroma though is straight up skunk. I get skunk in the flavor. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I do get a little skunk in the flavor. I get it more in the aroma than the flavor. I still give it a poundability of ten. No, that's just because like I, I like can a four, this, but it's still skunked. This is a four, <laughs> and like I said, I, I'm I'm used to skunked beer just because I, I can't stand it. it. I can't even drink well, Heineken. I li- I would like to say that I'll, I'll take the rest of your glass. Then go for it. I think it's fine. I like I like this beer, but only because of the Buddha glass. Yeah. Buddha frowns on you, Chris. No, the glass is cool. Buddha smiles on me. I, I, I like the glass. I'm gonna put some of my beer in it. The beer is skunk. So for our last beer, <laughs> patentability. I'm Chris. I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is it sample of? My palatability rating. He wants the gong. I want the gong. Pump gong. Thank Four gongability. Four ten. Are you ready? <laughs> yes. That's what she said. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm gonna have to say mine's a uh, eight. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. I I don't I do uh, I do not agree with your opinion, but that's fine, Chris. I don't I don't really get the whole skunkiness and it's if it's there then it's definitely not enough to make me angry okay um 
but I mean, yeah, like you said, that's the whole excitement about this podcast is we all drink the same beer out of the same bottle and people get different things. Two bottles. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> we've had different bottles. Like every time Kirk's here, <laughs> every time Kirk's here, he messes yeah. up things. <laughs> One I, can is great and one can is awful. I miss Kirk. We need to have him on again. Have him on again. <laughs> Maybe we should do it with the uh, the oh the next episode. Power Hour. <laughs> for Power Hour, yeah. And we need le- to ha- we, yeah we we should have a guest for next week. Somebody. Fredo. Who, Fredo who can do it? Do it. Yeah. I bet Fredo would do it. He would. Yeah. <laughs> we should do it with the ten fifty. Oh. oh god. Oh man, that'd be rough. Never mind. Yeah, you're an idiot. <laughs> we could try it. Sawyer, me and you. Let's do this. You want to try it? All right. I'm down. I'll try it. I'll watch. You can referee. What? <laughs> I swear. I anyway, I, I think we're that. done. I uh, think uh, I think how do you say thank you is she she? <laughs> I think that's Mexican for boobs. <laughs> no, no. No, that's chi chi. I know that. I had a kindergarten student tell me that this week. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. You they cursed at you and you had no idea. No, I knew. I was pointing at my chest because this is where your heart is. Mr. Pollen, you got chi-chis. And then he like, <laughs> this kid pointed his fingers out. <laughs> I'm sure you can imagine. But jeez. Oh, yeah, shishi is thank you, right? You need uh, either uh, yeah. Japanese or Japanese. Why are you asking us? I thought it was konnichiwa. So, so I, no. No, that's hello. Oh. So I will say. No, that's mushmushi. I will say shishi. What you call me? For this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Shay Shay. We should have had Mike on for this episode. Are you going there to do a power half hour? Are you going there to do a power half hour? Let's see what kind of shape you're in. So as you guessed it, next week we're doing a power hour. Join us next time. Okay, bye.